So you want to ensure that people are understanding what you're talking about and you yourself need to engage in active listening. Welcome to another episode of The Sharp Edge with Shiki, where we are elevating every aspect of life. Please remember to subscribe, share, and like this video. So yes, click that red button. It's still February, so we are focusing on relationships and communication. And for this episode, we will be talking about building strong personal and professional relationships. All right. So I've done a little research and see the best way to do things. Because remember, again, I'm not an expert in these areas, but I've done a little research to help us out. Right. Building strong personal and professional relationship is crucial for both personal fulfillment and career success. And as you know, we are elevating every aspect of life. So yes, we will be touching on career as well. Effective communication skills. What do you think about that? I think when we are talking to people in general, we need to focus on clarity in our messaging. We need to ensure that people are understanding. And like Briggy said last week, um, when you talk to your spouse, but not just your spouse, anyone, you want to make sure they're understanding. She said what we normally would say to our spouse or what we should say to our spouse is, this is what I'm saying. What did you hear? Right? So you want to ensure that people are understanding what you're talking about and you yourself need to engage in active listening. All right. We also want to practice empathy by considering others' perspectives and feelings, right? It's not just about you. You have to be careful or be concerned, I guess, um, about people's feelings and their perspectives because we're all going to be looking at things differently. And that is why it's crucial to ask that question is like, this is what I'm saying. What did you hear? Um, when you do all of this, you know, consider other people's perspective, their feelings, you will get to enhance mutual understanding and connection. All right. Emotional intelligence. This is where we develop skills like recognizing your own emotions and those of others, managing emotions in yourself and in relationships, you know, motivating yourself and handling relationships judiciously and with empathy. This is key in navigating social complexities and fostering strong relationships. And remember, it's relationships all around, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your parents, whether it's your children, whether it's in the workplace. Conflict resolution. We need to learn how to approach conflicts with a problem-solving attitude. If you're going in and you're going in to say, I am right, you are wrong, and this is how it should be, then you're not going to get the result that you need. So you need to, or everyone is not going to be happy, right? So you need to approach conflicts with a problem-solving attitude, focusing on finding a solution that benefits all parties. Remember, come on, we're elevating every aspect of our life. We have to be good to each other. So we definitely want to make sure everyone is going to benefit from whatever solution we come up with. Um, effective strategies include open communications, right? Empathy, again, empathy, and a willingness to find common ground. So if we're, for 2024, I've, I don't know, I was led to do this podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going through. And I feel like it's for us to all develop and for us to all um, elevate every aspect of our life. So let's all be good human beings, right? Let's think about others. Let's um, not trying to just always be right. Let us be willing to find common ground, right? All right. So we're going to try and build trust and credibility as well. 
trust is built through consistency, reliability, honesty, and transparency. So demonstrating these qualities in interactions helps establish a solid foundation for lasting relationship. Networking and social skills. In 2024, we are getting in the rooms. That's what I've been saying. 2024, get in the room. All right. So we are expanding our network. And in order to do that, we need to attend industry events. So if you're in the insurance business, go to insurance events. If you're in the marketing business, go to marketing events. If you are a doctor, go to events for that. If you are a professor, go to events for that. You know, so you want to start going to industry events, um, joining professional groups and engaging in online communities. For introverts like myself, so I'm an introvert. If I go to an event, you'll find me standing by myself or sitting by myself, not trying to meet people because that's just who I am. If I'm comfortable with you, if I go to a party with people that I know, if I go to an event with people that I know, of course, I'm going to be up and about and you would think that I'm an extrovert, but in reality, I'm an introvert. So what you can do, and again, I've learned, you know, I'm learning this as well, focus on one-on-one connections and smaller groups to build confidence. So remember, we're getting in those rooms. I remember, um, so I'm a part of this group in New Jersey and every time they will say we're doing this event or doing that, I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't want to feel, I don't feel like meeting new people. And then one day the, the organizer of the group said, Hey, I want a few people to come with me to wherever. And I was like, Oh, I'll go because you know, it's not a lot of people. Um, so if that's what you're comfortable with and that's where you have to start, then definitely do that. You know, try the one-on-one first. Um, or smaller groups before starting getting into bigger groups. But remember, 2024, we are getting in those rooms. And with that shameless plug, I'm hosting a retreat in May for business owners. But even if you're not a business owner and you think that you have some business ideas, you are welcome as well. We literally only have two spots left. So as of today, 14th of February, we only have two spots left. Again, get in those rooms or retreat is in Jamaica, the beautiful island of Jamaica. Um, so, you know, send me a message. Let me know if that's something you're interested in. But on a serious note, on a non-selling note, get in those rooms. If someone say, hey, they're having this event, they're having this seminar, they're having this retreat, they're having this conference, go. 2024, go. Get in those rooms. All right. It's very, very important. And you can only grow when you meet other people and network with other people. Mentorship and coaching. This is big. I love having mentors. I love mentoring others. I didn't even realize how much I love doing that until lately. Um, A mentor or a coach can provide guidance, support, and feedback that is invaluable for personal and professional growth. And what are we doing? Elevating every aspect of life. Personal branding and reputation. So... Your personal brand represents your values, your skills, and your experiences. So you want to build a positive reputation by consistently demonstrating professionalism, expertise, and integrity in all interactions. So whether you're at work, whether you're at home, wherever you are, you know, you want to make sure that brand is standing out. Um, People will remember you based on your actions, based on how you behave. So you definitely want to have that personal brand and let it represent what you stand for. Cultural sensitivity and global communications. We have a big world. So 
So in today's globalized world, being culturally sensitive and aware is crucial. All right. You want to educate yourself about different cultures, practices and communication styles to build strong, respectful international relationships. Okay, so um, I'm living in the U.S. I'm originally from Jamaica. In Jamaica, we know for my Jamaicans listening, you know that we call people the way we see them. Literally, if you're tall, you become tall man. If you're fat, you become fatty. If you're really dark skin, you become blacks. Right. So <laughs> um, if you're big and tall, you become bigs. So there are um, and it's we are not offended. Like in Jamaica, we are not offended. That's how we are. That's how we that's how we we talk and it's normal. If you come to the US or in the US, do not do that. Do not do that. All right. I remember um uh, when I was working with um a company up in Niagara Falls and one young lady said to me, she's an American of course, she said to me, How do you stay slim? Like how do you stay skinny and you eat all that junk food? Mind you, I was way skinnier than I am now. And you eat all that junk food because I'll eat McDonald's, Burger King, that's all I'll eat, Taco Bells, um, Mighty Taco, Mighty Taco. I'll eat all those food. And she said, How do you eat all those food and stay skinny? And I was like, I don't know, because my mom is fat. She was like, You call your mom fat. And I was like, She is fat. She's like, Oh my gosh, you did it again. And I'm like, Okay, um, she is fat, I don't know, like, <laughs> because at that time I was still kind of fresh from Jamaica, not too, too fresh, but I was still like learning the different culture. Um, so if you're in the U.S., do not do that. Do not do that. My mom is not offended. We are Jamaicans. We are not offended. That's literally what we're going to call you. You light skin, we call you browning, you know, but in the U.S. it's, it's different. You can't say that. And, um... So you have to learn different culture. I love to travel, so I love to learn about different culture. And, you know, you want to communicate in whatever style. You're not going to change yourself. You're not going to change your authentic self. Because if I go to Jamaica, I'm straight up Jamaican. I'm going to be calling people black, style, man, fatty, whatever it is. But in the U.S., we're not going to do that. So we have to learn different cultures. Relationship building in the digital age. While technology facilitates connections, genuine relationships require more than digital interaction right so if you meet someone online you want to strive for authenticity and meaningful engagement in online communications and i've met another person who is gonna be attending my retreat and i met her i met her online i went to california december and she took me to dinner that was the first time i've seen her in person and i met her on Facebook. So you can definitely build genuine relationship, authentic um, relationships online. All right. You, you have to watch out for the creeps, of course, but you can definitely build genuine relationship. I've done it. I've reached out to people. People reached out to me and I've built relationship from, from online. Work-life balance. Achieving a healthy balance between professional responsibilities and personal life is essential. All right. This is essential for our well-being. We want to set clear boundaries between work and personal time so that we can nurture both career and personal relationships. All right. So I work from home. My office is at home. But what I do, I leave my my work phone. It's left in the office. So even if I'm walking out the office, I'm going to the kitchen and I hear my phone ring in the office. If I'm not in the office, I'm not picking it up. 
right? So that's my way of separating the two because it can easily become one because it's a home. Um, if I pick up the kids at 3.30 and I decide I'm not going back to work after 4 p.m., the phone could be ringing off the hook. I'm not going in there to answer it because I'm not at work. All right. Even though I'm at home, my office is at home. I'm not at work. That's how I, that's kind of how I separate the two. Then we're going to talk about self-awareness and personal growth. Personal growth. We are elevating every aspect of life, meaning we as people, we have to grow. Continuous self-reflection and personal development are crucial for building healthy relationships, understanding your own needs, your strength, and the areas for improvement can enhance how you relate to others. All right. So you have to recognize what you have to be aware of your shortcomings. You have to be aware of things that are, are, are not your strength, right? So your weaknesses, you want to um, be aware of your weaknesses. For me, in our, and I say that because in order to grow, you have to know what you need to improve, right? So for me, the English language. That is my issue. I think I've mentioned it more than once. Um, you'll hear it all the time in episodes. The English language. I'm from a very rural area in Jamaica. Real rural. Very, very rural. Very country. And you wouldn't find nobody. You wouldn't find anybody. Nobody. See? Right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't find people that are speaking proper English on a daily basis. Right? You're not going to see that where I'm from. Like, you're not. So I grew up there where nobody was speaking proper English and I never, re not even at school, not even school, they would be speaking proper English, right? And then I'm a math person, like I love numbers and all of that. So then I started high school and English language become my worst subject. Um, I could not master it. I passed them, of course, because I'm always like a smart kid, but I could not master the English language up to today I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot of grammatical error as I'm going through this episode which used to let me be so afraid to speak I would not want to speak because I'm like I'm gonna say the words wrong I'm gonna have my errors and people are gonna judge me and people are gonna point it out and I said you know what if I'm speaking and you're not listening to the content or this beautiful Jamaican accent, right? And your focus is on my grammatical error, then you should be listening and you are the problem. Yes, I just said it. You are the problem. If you're if you're here listening to my podcast and your concern is about my errors, my errors, you are the problem, not me. So I I still go and I do what I have to do. I'm doing the podcast usually or before I wouldn't want to do that because I don't want to speak. I don't want people to hear my bad grammar. <laughs> um, the other day, a person that I went to high school with, she's now a teacher at the same high school that we went to. And she invited me to speak to the students there. And I did it, right? Um, there's another college here in New Jersey. And one of the professors asked me to speak to their accounting class. And I did it. And bad grammar and all, I did it, right? So, but I'm aware of it and I'm learning or I'm trying to improve it. So I tr I hate reading. Now I'm trying to read more and I'm trying to speak more 
so that I can get over that and I can get better at it. So in order for you to grow, you need to be aware of your weaknesses or aware of your challenges so that you can improve that. All right. And um, that leads right into constructive feedback. So constructive feedback is a tool for growth. If someone reach out to you with feedback. So I have a good friend. She we went to high school together. She knows that English is not my thing. And she's an English professor. So when she hears things that are not correct, of course, you know, she's like, ah, because that's that's what she teach, right? Um, so if she reach out and say, hey, you know, this is what you can do. This is what you can do to improve it. That's constructive feedback. And I will listen to that in order to grow. But if you're coming and you're not saying this is how you can improve, but you're then just talking about my bad grandma, then that's that's your problem. But constructive feedback is very, very important and it's a really a tool for growth. So learn to give and also receive feedback in a way that is respectful, specific, and focused on behaviors rather than personal traits. So if you're going to go to someone, you're going to say, hey, you know what? You did this. I think another way, you don't want to say a better way, depending on what the, the situation is. Another way that you can do this is this. And the reason is because this, right? So if you go to someone with a way that they can do something better and then explain the reason why it would be better because it may may allow you to use less time or it may allow you to earn more or whatever the situation is. So they're telling you what the problem is, how you can make it better and why you can make it better. Listen, listen, and definitely try to to improve in that area, right? So take constructive feedback. It's really, really a tool for growth and learn to give it, learn to receive it, but make sure you're doing it respectfully you're being specific and, and you focus on behaviors rather than personal traits. All right. So this is February where we're talking about communications and relationship. I'll see you in our next episode. You can catch our podcast on all podcast streaming platform and here on YouTube, subscribe. If you have not subscribed yet, please click that red button. Yes, that says subscribe. Yes, click it. Subscribe, like, and share. Don't keep all this good information to yourself. Share it out. And um, again, thank you for tuning into another episode of The Sharp Edge with Shiki, where we are elevating every aspect of life. Ready, set, goals. Goals.